Hey there, welcome to this Real Life Church podcast. In this podcast, we're going through the New City Catechism, which is 52 questions and answers covering a whole range, uh, really, really the central, uh, centrally important truths of the Christian faith. And we come to question 31. Question 31 is, what do we believe by true faith? What do we believe by true faith? And the answer is a very interesting answer, but actually I love the answer. The answer basically just gives us the, well, it doesn't basically, it does give us the Apostles' Creed. So the answer to the question 31 is, everything taught to us in the gospel, the Apostles' Creed expresses what we believe in these words. And then it goes through the Apostles' Creed, which is this. We believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Now, that's a long answer, but I do encourage you to work on memorizing it. It is It will pay dividends. It is a, it is a wonderful and great summary of, of the Christian faith. And so I urge you just to take whatever labor it requires to memorize this, the Apostles' Creed. Well, the Apostles' Creed is the oldest Christian creed that there is. It's been around since about the second century. No one knows exactly for sure, but probably the second century. And it gives a short, concise outline of what might be called mere Christianity or a summary of Orthodox Christian faith. It's called the Apostles' Creed because it reflects, at least in summary form, the doctrine of the apostles, the doctrine of the New Testament. Now, to be sure, Christians believe more than what's contained in this creed, okay? Christians certainly believe more than what I just read, which is the Apostles' Creed. But to truly be Christian, one cannot believe less. So we believe more than what the, the, the Apostles' Creed says. But if we're true Christians, we cannot believe less than what it says. For for centuries, Christians have held to, memorized, and confessed this common creed. Now, of course, it's important to note that if one appeals to this creed and even recites it perfectly, he should also be able to explain the meaning of it, even if with total simplicity, okay? So I I want to encourage you to work to memorize in order to confess, but I also want to encourage you to recite this with knowledge, not just rote memory, but with understanding, okay? With understanding as well. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to kind of work through briefly, very briefly, because it's a long, it's, it's a, it's a long answer. Briefly, just work through this, um, the Apostles' Creed, okay? So the, the creed begins with, I believe, or we believe. Okay, and this is the way to begin a creed. A creed is a statement of belief. The word creed itself comes from the Latin word credo, which means I believe. 
The Christian faith contains truths, not opinions, and they are to be believed, not merely felt. We live in a time right now where people's feelings and their emotions often rule their actions. But Christians are people of belief, deep belief, and I would even say convictional beliefs, beliefs that we're convicted of, that we're convinced about. Now, of course, we have feelings and emotions, and feelings and emotions are good when they are serving the truth of what we believe. As Christians, we need to unashamedly get back to saying, I believe, not merely I feel, or, or even merely I think, but I believe, or we believe. So that's how the Apostles' Creed begins with, we believe, or I believe. Now notice what comes next. It's so important we see this. What is it that we believe? Well, Christians believe in the Trinity. You see that clearly in the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in his only Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And then later in the Creed, it says, I believe in the Holy Spirit. So clearly, the the Apostles' Creed is affirming we believe in the Trinity. We believe in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Now, when it gets to Jesus Christ, the the Lord Jesus Christ, it, it enumerates the central truths concerning our Lord Jesus. So it says he was, he was uh, conceived of the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. That, of course, speaks of the virgin birth and the incarnation of Christ. It says that he suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. And then it says he descended into hell. That speaks of the, the suffering, the death, the burial of Jesus Christ. That is, that he descended into hell speaks that he went to the place of the dead. He really and truly died. Then it says that on the third day he rose from the dead. Of course, his resurrection. He ascended to the right hand of God the Father Almighty. His ascension to the Father's right hand. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. Of course, that speaks of his second coming and final judgment, which has been given to the Son. Jesus clearly says this in John chapter 5. So these are the things that we believe. Then after enumerating the, the central truths of Christ, it says, we believe in the Holy Spirit, or I believe in the Holy Spirit. Next is the Holy Catholic Church. Now, don't get tripped up here. Some people hear that and they, they think, I thought we're Protestants, not Catholics. This is speaking of small c Catholic. To be Catholic or to be, um, or, or the word Catholicity means universal. We believe in not the Roman Catholic Church, but the Holy Catholic Church, the universal church. That, that means every Christian, past, present, and future, who is united to Jesus Christ. We believe that there is one universal church that each Christian and, of course, each local congregation is part of the larger Catholic universal church. We believe in the communion of the saints. This, this is a, the communion of the saints, the union, the, the community of the saints. Again, all true saints, past, present, and future, are part of this, this union, part of this communion in the Lord Jesus Christ. I I love the picture given in Hebrews 11 um, of this this hall of faith, right? We th- these men and women before us, and of course, since we live 2,000 years after the writing of Hebrews 11, there are many others that could be added to the hall of faith. But then, 
in Hebrews 12, it says, Since, therefore, we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, these believers, these the, truly, because, because we're part of this communion of the saints, they're brothers and sisters who have gone before us. Um, so we're surrounded by this, this great cloud of witnesses. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. This is the communion of the saints. These are our brothers and sisters. This is the family of God, the communion of the saints. And then it says, we believe in the forgiveness of sins, of course, through the blood of Christ shed on our behalf. And then the resurrection of the body. This, this is talking about not Christ's resurrection, because we've already talked about that, but the general resurrection at the return of Christ, when our bodies will be raised. And then, of course, we believe in the life everlasting, that we will be raised with bodies that are incorruptible never to die again, and we will be with the Lord forever. Brothers and sisters, this is a powerful creed, a powerful statement of what we believe. If I could just urge you to work on memorizing this, that we would confess this together as a body of believers. This is what we believe. Now think about what's happening when we recite this creed, it connects us not only with one another in a local body, but it connects Christians now with those who have gone before us. It connects really 2,000 years of church history. It connects us across space and time, culture, cultures, nations, and languages. It, it connects us all together because we all confess these things, which begin with, we believe in God the Father, Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. Now, the, the, the passage that goes with question 31 is Jude, verse 3. There's only one chapter in Jude, so it's cha- uh, Jude, verse 3. And this verse communicates the necessity for Christians of every age to faithfully contend for the truth. Here's what it says. I found it necessary to write appealing to you to contend for the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. One way that we can do this is by saying, affirming with Christians that have been saying the same thing for 2,000 years and say it together, we believe. Thanks for joining me for this podcast. I'll be back for question 32 next week.